We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. The baseball season is go, go, go. It's nonstop, relentless for every night, six straight months, and then hopefully another month in October. You also have work, friends, family, and a million other things going on. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. I mean, the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Is there anything better than opening up your refrigerator after a long day, seeing that icy cold Coors Light can or bottle in your fridge? The answer is no, there's nothing better. That's why when it's time to chill, you choose Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So that's why when you want to hit reset, reach for a beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show, episode 484. Wow, wow, wow. Just like we expected, an absolute blowout with the best pitcher on the planet going against the Yankees in game one of the wild card game. Uh, what is the old saying, Scott? I think a wise man once said you can't predict baseball, Susan. Yeah, he does. He said that. He says it. He says it every night. Listen, the best pitcher on the planet was playing in tonight's game. You're right. You're right. Because the guy that was on our team that we gave a ton of money to did his job. And the other guy who's new to this whole conversation of being the best pitcher in baseball did not do his job. He got lit up 14 runs all season. Or is it 15 runs all season? Is that what I I saw? I I saw so many different different stats. It doesn't matter. 14, 15 However many runs he gave up all season, seven earned runs tonight. Yeah, seven earned runs. It took him until like his seventh start of the year or something like that to give up his seventh earned run or his sixth start. It's something crazy. I mean, 
We're not going to talk about how good he was all regular season because I know for Shane Bieber and Indians fans, that doesn't matter right now. They're not thinking about, oh, man, well, he's going to win the Cy Young. He was the triple crown pitcher winner. Like, don't care about that anymore. Cause it's just out the got, window. That's exactly what would have happened your... with Garrett Cole. Like, oh, we got sure. this guy. It was great. If he didn't perform, doesn't matter. Doesn't well, that, that's, matter. That's, that's the bottom line for any any team like the Yankees or or even like the Indians who they've been in a World Series drought since the, the 40s or whatever it was. Is it doesn't matter. You could hit all the home runs in the regular season. You could win all the games in the regular season. If you don't win in the playoffs, who cares really at the end of the day? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're not here for regular season stats anymore. It's just optics. It's just optics. It's regular just season to talk stats about for six ever months, since for the, two months. The, you know, the steroids came in and then the juice ball came in. All, all that doesn't matter. Just get to the playoffs, and now it's simple to do that, and then just win. Yeah, now everyone's in the playoffs, so so who's really who really cares about how you get there? Load just management, play. And you're talking about, oh, God, load management's going to be all we talk about next year because eight teams making it. But, you know, the, the preview episode we did, you're talking about switches being flipped, and I wasn't buying that because I just don't think it's that easy to do. But, hey, it looked like they did it tonight. Right off, right off to start the game. Lemayhew single to right field. Judge, judge two run home run. You blink your eye and it's up to nothing. And it's like, oh well, well if it's going to be this team, if this is the team that's going to be playing in the playoffs, then now we're talking. Yeah, they did a really good job of uh, of hiding their hand. Good poker face for sixty games. Oh, good. that was just a long con. They were playing the long con. It was a long con. Yeah, it was a Got long it. con. It's one to game. get to Shane Bieber. It was a long con because they knew, okay, we're going to back our way into the playoffs. The Indians are going to come from behind to secure the number four seed. So we're going to play them. And we've got Matt Blake. So he's going to give us intel on Shane Bieber and the rest of the Cleveland genius. pitching staff. Genius. It's a long con. Look, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that, that that was a big deal, You're but not I'm not saying, not saying it either. I am not not saying it. First pitch fastball outside of the plate, Judge beautifully on it, looking for that pitch, clearly looking for a pitch in the zone that he got and puts it out in the right field stance. I got to tell you, those are those things I was talking about, those little potential tendencies. We may not know that that that's actually the case. Matt Blake never, they may never say anything about this, but when that guy is- no, they're not going to, certainly not going to say now, anything about this. Not now, but they might, they might. I could see Boone saying if something we get like a book, that in the post. If we get if the, the Yankees win a World Series and we get a book about this about this World yeah, Series, I will, run, maybe I, maybe I will we'll find out. Then. Tell Kemp I told yeah. you so. And <laughs> when you're when you see a guy that is looking for a pitch, confident, you know we haven't seen the the home run stroke from Judge since he's come back. He looked great, looked confident, looked like he was he was on the pitch and uh, put it exactly where he wanted to in right field. Went with the pitch. Um, did everything he had to do. LeMayhew sets the table. It was beautiful. It would not surprise me if there was a tendency there. For guy on, um, he's going to want to try to get ahead of you outside of the outside of the uh, outside of the plate. Judge looking for it would not surprise me. Would not surprise me because it does make yeah. sense. Maybe. I mean, also, I mean, even I think their pitching coach even said like he missed location with his fastball all night, and and the Yankees made him pay. Like, yeah, they, you made, have they good... made the mistakes. They, uh, they were talking about. You know what? This is the first time, and maybe I was just tuned in. I was just like very excited to watch baseball and and just into the game. That A Rod did not bother me at all, not once. <laughs> I had the volume. So I had low, him I tuned out. Him. I guess maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I might have even so, caught a couple nuggets. It's whoa. it's possible. I, I, did I don't, he educate? Did he educate you? No, I don't know what it was. There was something. Someone was talking. I don't remember who it was. But they well, were. It was only Vaskurgeon and I guess Buster Olney was on the broadcast. It wasn't only. He doesn't really. He doesn't really talk much on the. No, A Rod was trying to bully him at the end of the game too. He's like, oh, t- t- he wasn't answering A Rod 
put him on the spot. It was very uncomfortable for a minute. But the um, <clears throat> they were talking about the approach against Bieber and that, you know, potentially they were looking at, you know, starting off speed, starting off speed. And it just wasn't the case this time. They were they were looking hard. It's like they had you know, a little glimpse into what he knows. I'm just saying. What are you saying? What are you saying? Are you saying maybe he was tipping pitches? Are you maybe you think maybe they figured out his signs? Because the Yankees swung at just 16 of 42 breaking pitches that Bieber threw tonight. That's 38.1%. That is the lowest rate by a team in any of his starts this year. Yeah. Is that approach? Is that the Matt Blake effect? Is that just pitch recognition? So or is I that, don't know if that was if that. Do they know a li- did they know a little something? And if they knew a little something, I'm not saying they cheated. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But if you can figure out a pitcher's tell or a pitcher's tip, that's that's part of baseball. And if you can figure that out, you exploit that. And if that's what happened tonight, great. Ex- that's exactly. I, I mean, I I think there there very well could have been something along those lines, or I think overwhelmingly uh, in this direction was that it was an approach. I think Blake was talking to these guys. They game planned something up and they said, spit, spit on the off speed. If you can, it's the only way if, you, if you're swinging at that curveball and that, that slider off the plate, I mean, you're never going to touch them the same, no same way. If you're facing Garrett Cole, if you're swinging at that fastball above the letters, you got no shot unless you're uh, that, Nylon. N- Neymar or whatever the hell is. Neymar, whatever yeah. the hell, Nylon, Ni- Nyquin, <laughs> Nyman, the Omar. Uh, Hitting ball at his letters off. He kind of looks like Ronald Torres a little bit. His face looks like Ronald Torres a little bit. It was a little strange. Yeah, Ronald Torres can't hit a ball to the moon. He like can, he Ronald Torres can do anything he wants. Um, it was. I think it was an approach. I do think that there were spit on that ball. He did not throw the off speed for a strike very often. So the the hard part is the layoff of that. And there there but, may have been some something in the delivery where they 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 were looking fastball. Blake could have picked something up. I don't know. This is all speculation, but I do think the approach was sit fastball. The actually one of the coolest stats that the broadcast had tonight, and I do give him credit for this. Did you see the stat about? Um, I forget what exactly the term for it, but it was pitches further than like eighteen inches from the heart of the plate. They called it like non-competitive pitches or something like that. There's no way Aaron was talking about that. No, it was like a it was like a stat that they they just had a graphic for. And Bieber had the most swings at non-competitive pitches in the majors this year. Yeah. And and, and that's not a bad thing. That's obviously a good thing. That means his curveball looks so good, so enticing. Coming out of the hand that you can't tell the difference. You can't tell the difference. And then you swing at a pitch that hits the plate. And you're like, well, I looked foolish, but I thought that was going to be a strike. And you have to So if you're swinging at that, if you're swinging at that, that's the way you get shut out by him. And he strikes out 15 batters. Correct. so, and, and that so there, there was some type of there, there was a game plan here. There was definitely a game plan, and they executed oh, so. it. And they executed it. Flaw- I mean, they were in an away park. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> they they executed no, I, a game I, plan. I'm not saying anything. You brought up the pitch tipping thing. No, I didn't. I said that I think that they went in with a game plan. <laughs> I'm saying that Matt Blake was tipping them. Uh, Matt up. Blake, I do believe. I really firmly believe this. Knew something. Or saw something you, or, or recognized think, something or one of five things and they were looking for something and one of those five things was was apparent. Or do you think that Matt Blake was more focused on making sure the pitchers are doing what they're supposed to do and then Marcus Timms and JT Pilateri can work? I'm not saying that Matt Blake was working players. with the hitters directly. I'm saying that there was a meeting and they were talking about it and he was part of the strategy. Yes, I do believe that. Uh, and I also I think mean, that, that they had an approach and they were able to sit fastball 
and look at particular zones and then mash. And for whatever reason, they were able to recognize that secondary pitch and lay off of it. Yeah, and, and immediately after those those two runs in the first inning, I know I'm thinking, okay, Cole, there's your runs. Because I was not expecting them to score a ton of runs off Bieber. No, I thought of that's, course. That's a, that's a first inning jitter kind of thing. His first playoff start, he just made a bad pitch to judge. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be a two to nothing, two to one game. That's what I was buckled up for. And, and Cole ended up giving up two runs. I think part of that is pitching to the score a little bit probably. Um, yeah, the second one was a home run with nobody. It's a on. home run. Yeah. So, but he, you can't complain about his outing. But I oh, got no. to a point today where, um, you know, I was I was losing my mind about Brett Gardner as as we knew that I would because I I talked about this on on I was, yesterday's show. I, I got to tell you, I was ecstatic when I saw his name in the lineup. I, I I'm sure you were. <laughs> and and but I got to a certain point, and I'm like, you know, it really doesn't matter if it's Brett Gardner hitting if it's Brett Gardner playing left field or Clint Frazier hitting left field this game's going to come down to how does Garrett Cole pitch and and while that's not necessarily true because they scored what was the final score they're 12 Stanton hit a hit an A-Rod home run in the ninth inning so yeah so, getting that stroke back it was 12 to 3 yeah 12 to 3 so I I mean I it might sound stupid where it's like well it doesn't matter who was out there because Gardner had a great night but it, but also the I still firmly believe that this game came down to Garrett Cole nutting up and going out there and shoving the bats down the Indians' throat. And he allowed the offense to go out there and have their approach, have their game plan, get to Bieber, get to the bullpen. So so I got to that realization, and I think I felt better about the whole thing. I mean, whatever you got to do to 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 get to that point for yourself. Uh, they did it in the first inning. They got to him immediately. So before, before Garrett Cole even stepped foot onto that mound, right. they, they went important. and got, I think that's got a two big, runs. That's a big thing. They they had a good where, approach. They um, Brett Gardner went three for five with uh, with two runs scored and three RBIs with yeah, a dinger. Of course with a, he did. I'm, with I'm a pretty dinger. sure it's like a personal vendetta against me at this point. And and I am upset at you. I'm upset at people on Twitter. I'm upset at Frank Marco for his little nerdy ass texting me stats all the time about Brett Gardner's WRC plus. I am a Brett Gardner fan. At least I was a Brett Gardner fan his whole time with the Yankees. And I do not want to have to root against Brett Gardner just to shut you people up. But I'm almost at that point. Well, it's not going to, I mean, it's not going to shut anybody up. So you rooting and nor does you rooting against the player actually do anything. We've established this, but, but, but I will tell you this, you should be very happy for Brett Gardner who might be. Might might have been his last might be his last no, see, uh, year with this, the New York Yankees. Very I don't well, think very it's well gonna possible be because I think he'll he he's, he's going to be a fifth dupe, outfielder. He will dupe people. He will dupe the Yankees in the front office into picking up that option because he had a strong finish to the season and and he's off to a good postseason start. I hope he has an awesome postseason, helps win the Yankees a championship, and rides off into the sunset. That would be my ideal plan for Brett Gardner. It might be his ideal plan, but. Well, no, he even said, I want to come back and play in front of people. Unless he wins the World Series, might want to walk off. Might be, might Brett be a nice Gardner's, little place to go. He started tonight, though, over a small sample. See, this is what angers me. And it's nothing to do with Brett Gardner. It's more to do with the Yankees' inconsistency on how they approach things. 
Clint Frazier had the better season start to finish. He was a great, he, he played good defense this year. He had, he said all the right things. He didn't have any meltdowns in front of the media or any meltdowns in the outfield. And he hit and he was quote awarded the left fielder job. And then he had a bad finish to the season for a few games. And Brett Gardner had a strong finish for a few games. And that completely flipped things. Like since when is this Yankees team that's so analytically driven now worried about small sample sizes? That's why I, I just am confused and annoyed by the because Because I, I, hopefully they're recognizing that in the playoffs, it's all about small sample size. And it has absolutely nothing to do with metrics. Because so metrics then, why are is, over a, a then why is Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton playing? Because both of them had not been hitting for the last ten games since they because came back. They, from I mean, there's talent there. There, you have talent, and that's why you want. There's them talent to be. with Clint Frazier, more talent than Brett Gardner at this point. But yeah, but he's hot. That's that's the beauty of it. When, when you're looking at it, I, so I'm you, fine. So he you're was just cherry picking who's hot, who's not. Yes, when you're going into the playoffs at that moment, you go with your hot hands if possible. Plus, it's a veteran guy. Like that's why I was saying it the other. Day, it would not surprise me at all. Veteran guy, this Boone's mo, man. It's like all. What is veteran guy? What does veteran guy mean? Bo- what does that Boone do? loves that. I mean, that's all I gotta say is that he's a veteran guy. He loves it. He loves what the does experience. Brett Gardner being a veteran, playing left field and batting eighth, do for the Yankees? Nothing. It, it does nothing. It does. It Him does. being well, a veteran does nothing. Three for five and a home run and that's Aaron not because Boone, he's a veteran well, no Aaron Boone thinks that uh, he probably said that in the post game in fact he probably said that exact word to that he's a veteran yeah, presence it's because Aaron Boone is a boob okay so bottom line is they went out there and they they absolutely mashed Shane Bieber who was the triple crown winner in pitching triple mm-hmm. crown winner this guy was supposed to shove the bats this was supposed to be a a, a, a game that was zero zero low scoring and the Yankees, not only, they did not just hit home runs tonight. This was the most the most impressive thing about this entire game today was that they were scratching across runs. These guys got how many total hits? Hold on. I'm looking up the box score here. I'm counting um, too many. 15 hits. 15 hits by the New York Yankees tonight against Shane Bieber and company. Owen, oh, by the way, Shane Bieber pitched four and two thirds in <laughs> nine hits, seven earned runs, two walks and two home runs. Then one, two, three, four more pitchers pitched tonight. That is, I mean, you look at that box score alone and you see the way that this series sets up with Garrett Cole is exactly what we talked about last night, going in and saying seven innings, 13 strikeouts, efficient. I think he threw like 105 pitches. And then Sessa comes in and mops up the last two innings beautifully. Couldn't have drawn it up any better. This was an ideal game for the Yankees because now you have a full bullpen for tomorrow where you just tell Tanaka give us five good innings and then we deploy the bullpen five plus innings from Tanaka hopefully score a couple runs off Carrasco not that it's going to be easy but but it's just this couldn't have worked out this couldn't not have gone any better for the Yankees or any worse for the Indians no it was absolutely ideal and there was a um what inning was it was it the third inning I think it was the third inning when Cleveland had a couple runners on um, the Yankees. Yes, they, they Cole scratched. had to. He yeah, gave he, up the it was double first, to Ramirez. Yes, well, it was right before that. Up. It was the, the um, there were there were a couple runners on the the Ramirez double scored a run. He was in trouble. He had second and third. There was second and second third. And third think, two outs with two with outs. Santana. So base hit ties the game with yep. Santana, and he comes in and throws uh, three fastballs that were just a few fastballs. Freaking Those are dynamite! Fastballs. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Ninety nine mile an hour. Get out of my face. Get in the dugout. Uh, fastball. It was beautiful. Yeah, and then what happened was, uh, so that he escaped the jam, Cole escaped that jam in the third, and then the Yankees immediately come back and score more runs after that. Which is exactly what you want. You have a guy in Garrett Cole who got out of a jam, a run came across, 
And then you get that run right back. And then Cleveland right. did it it's, again. And then Cleveland did it again. They got another run. And the Yankees put two more up in the fifth inning. This was like this is this is this is baseball. They were they were they were moving runners over. They were they were um, getting base hits to score with two out RBIs. It was beautiful. You at you throw in a couple home runs for some Yankee home runs, and and you have that that prototypical uh, Yankees way of scoring. But then you add some real baseball in there. You're hitting doubles and singles with runners on. Freaking awesome. No, I think you nailed it with that third inning to fourth inning where it's a three to one game and the Indians are threatening to tie the game. And then it immediately goes to a five to one game after the Yankees tack on a couple of runs. That is the game right there. That's the biggest moment in the game, I think. Yeah. And the Yankees just didn't didn't stop. They just they kept putting the uh, the foot on the gas and and kept scoring runs. So um, I got you got to love the fact that Stanton had, did hit a home run in the in the last like hopefully that I mean, it's not bad it's not bad obviously no I, I he mean had, he had all he, he needs had to do is get going a bit. he had four non competitive at bats before that so yes was it off Oliver Perez who's it doesn't matter seven the, years old it doesn't matter with him because all it all it takes is is him to get that confidence and then all of a sudden he's really comfortable in the box and he's he's one of the best hitters in baseball he goes from cool. one of the worst most awkward looking hitters who was chopping at wood and missing, you know, at a at a very high clip to a, now all of a sudden a guy that doesn't miss the ball and is just smoking it here all over the place. And it's all about his confidence and getting in that in that rhythm. So hopefully that was a start because if, no, if they can get him swinging the bat, um, they're in good shape. It was off Cam Hill. Perez came in uh, for a second after that. I couldn't remember who it was Solid off. mustache on Ali Perez. Ali Perez <laughs> has got to be 40 years old, right? I believe he is, yeah. He's pushed. He's been around forever. Yeah, I remember him in Pittsburgh in like the early 2000s. <laughs> Didn't he come up with the Mets? No, I he's 39. He was Did he come up with the Mets or Pittsburgh? I'm looking it up. I don't know. While you I don't look know that why up, I'm looking it up, but I am. While you look that up, while you look up that very important information, I'm going to tell the people about Cuts Clothing. Scott and my new favorite t-shirts. The t-shirt is a menswear staple, but it's long been plagued by horrible conditions, shrinkage, bacon neck, color fade, parachute fit, wrinkles, and and stretching, to name a few. No matter how long you've settled for basic tees, it's long enough. Besides, a, every classic deserves a modern take. You know, maybe if Shane Bieber wore a Cuts clothing shirt before the game, he wouldn't have sucked out, out, out there on the mound. I bet the key to Garrett Cole's success was his undershirt was made with the Cuts clothing fabric, the softest material known to man. I, I don't even I don't need scientists to tell me it's the softest material known to man. I felt it, and, I, and I'm pretty sure it's the softest. So you're anti-scientist. Now, look, he was certainly not comfortable. There's That guy was not comfortable in one inning of that game. And the only thing you are when wearing a Cuts clothing t-shirt is comfortable. And that's why Cuts is the only shirt worth wearing, loved by your favorite athletes, entrepreneurs, and even podcast hosts. It seems like everyone is wearing Cuts these days. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash pinstripes. That's cutsclothing.com slash pinstripes for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. You're a Henley man. I'm a I'm a crew neck guy on, on the shirts. I'm not a, I'm not a Henley guy. I, I I'm a. They said a, you like the Henleys. No, no I'm a, I'm a, I like the rounded uh, the rounded hem, like like the uh, the baseball shirts with the three quarter sleeves. I don't. I'm not a Henley guy with the buttons on the collar. No, oh. that ain't me. I thought that's what you meant. I I do have the Henley though. They sent us Henley. It's quite nice. There you go. So so we said the game went absolutely perfectly for the Yankees. Sets it up for. Uh, you're not playing with your backs against the wall in game two with Tanaka. Hopefully it never even gets past Tanaka because I think the Yankees, if they're going to win a World Series, 
they need to win every Cole and Tanaka game. That doesn't mean Cole and Tanaka need to, quote, get the win, but the Yankees need to win all of those games. Because I think in the other games, whether it's Hap or Garcia or Montgomery, it's more of a coin flip. At least with these guys, you have confidence going in. If you don't win all of these these games, I don't see how this team goes to the end. Well, I mean, I think more to that, looking more short-term than anything, because I feel like that's what we need to do at this point, is you win tomorrow night, you get Tanaka. If Tanaka can get out there, give you, call it five to six innings, call it six innings even. Uh, let's get greedy and say six innings. If he's able to get you six innings and the bullpen's able to come in now, and finish this up. You're still walking out of this series, and they win the game. You're walking out of this series. Day, five rest days. Because, five rest days. Everybody's yeah. yeah. Your your bullpen was not taxed at all. You're coming in feeling great, and and you're walking in against probably a Tampa team that is. I mean, they won tonight. Probably going to win tomorrow night. Let's be honest. They're going to walk in rested too. So if you're not matched at least to that, you know, to to their rest. And I do think at this point in the season. Um, a weird season with the bullpen the way it was. Like you want that rest. I don't. I don't think it's a, a bad uh, thing. But but so it's either three or four days that you're going to have off, depending on if you end up having to go to the third day. There's just yeah, yeah. but there's a lot more taxing I, for the even bullpen that third day. for the bullpen for the bullpen arms though. I don't know because it's not like Cole's going to pitch again in this series. So Cole's going to pitch game one of the next series no matter what. That's going to be his regular start regardless. Right. So uh, one thing that I think we kind of talked about this. Again, the weather tomorrow night in Cleveland is awful. It's supposed to rain all night. So if they have to postpone this game, I mean, it's I see it's rain Thursday, rain Friday. I don't know. If they can't play this game and, they, and the Yankees have to play on Thursday and then maybe potentially on Friday, now you're talking about a big issue. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, I guess. At the end of the day, if they can do it tomorrow... Um, with Tanaka going five to six innings, and they still don't have to use that many guys in their bullpen, they can they can still get some throws in on their on their normal days in the bullpen. Do what they got to do, and be fully fully tanked and ready to go against Tampa. And and frankly, they need to be. They need to have their confidence. They need to be rested. They need to be feeling good going up against that team because uh, that team's playing very well right now. They're very confident. Do you still not believe the uh, the ninety eighters has anything to do with the uh, stable of uh, of horses that they have in their bullpen? I didn't say that. I said that that hat is because they were established in nineteen ninety eight. That's what which I'm saying. It is. That's and then they were also wearing the horse t shirts. There's too much of a coincidence there. I'm sorry, that doesn't exist. Oh my god, it doesn't exist. And do so, you, do you so, feel are so you hat, are you a little bit has... more threatened now that the Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup? Did you, let me ask you another question. Did you know that the Stanley Cup Finals was happening? Yes. Did you know that the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning were in the Stanley Cup Finals? No. (laughs) Do you think that the the city of Tampa now has momentum? I don't think the city of Tampa stays up late enough to know what's going on in anything. I think they're all retirees from from the Northeast. It's a joke of a city and a joke of a sports town. Their baseball team just happens to be really good. Okay, so no momentum then. Do you know that they set an attendance record this year, the race? It's a joke. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, tomorrow, tomorrow's game. How are you feeling? Do you now, do you think you, now you're like can't lose, right? This, after no, no, this, no, no, no. I this say, is what this dude, is what I'm, I tweeted. I'm, after. No, my expectations are in line. Do you see? You, 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 you asked me what I felt. In, that was a series question. That wasn't a game question. It was a series question, right? You turned it into a game question because you said I have seven out of ten confidence in Garrett Cole. You're right. I said I said the seven out of ten is because of this game and Garrett Cole. Yes. 
I, and I still, I'm, I'm right at seven to ten. I'm still confident. I still, I'm in a good place. I feel like they're they're playing well. I'm not going to get overly hyped up about the offense after one game. I'm just not. Uh, I think it was a very good start. I think that they did good things. I moved my camera back in, in into the uh, in, into the way you're taking a screenshot right now. But no, I'm not. Now I'm, I'm very not. now I'm very uh, I'm very aware of my, where my things are. Um, <laughs> I, I think that they went off. It was a very, it was ideal, absolutely it's ideal. ideal. It's, it's you know, just for a little and with insight. playoff Tanaka going tomorrow, like that's the guy you want. Oh yeah, playoff Tanaka. So it's for for a little insight into people. Like when everything goes right in a game, and all you're talking about is that one game. What do you like? What do you do for a podcast? You get excited. You talk about you talk about some things that happen. It's like everything went right. For the Yankees tonight, but it's in, exactly how we wanted it to that's go That's the down. beautiful thing. Like, it seemed like it wasn't just, oh, let's flip the, the switch on. Like, they had a very good approach to this game. I'm proud okay, of them. Literally, I am it was proud <laughs> of them for the way that they played. I'm proud of them for the way that they Great. got base hits and didn't just you know try what? to uh, uppercut and go, uh, you know, Vila uh, launch angle against Shane Bieber. They they. They they had good at bat. So Aaron then why Hicks can't is up they there. Do this? Aaron Hicks is up there. If you're talking about a, this approach, why aren't they doing this all 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 season? Uh, load management. They, Aaron Hicks is up there with a 0-2 count walk. Takes a walk against Shane Bieber. I mean, and then scores from first base, hugging, huffing and puffing and chugging around the bases. I when I saw Aaron Hicks literally breathing with his cheeks full, rounding third base, I was like, oh my god, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it the extra ninety feet. These dudes, these dudes were were grinding out there and playing some some real baseball, and and I, uh, I'm proud of that team. I love it. I, I think Aaron Aaron Judge is a is a is a table setter, a a a, a, a tone setter. Lemayhu goes out there, gets a base hit to start the game, feeling good, feeling great. Then all of a picture of Aaron Judge is that a little weird? What's wrong with it? Right. Brian Hoke just I don't know just just looks a little weird with his sleeveless and his chain and his and his eye black and the two Gatorades just positioned the way they are. Anyway, I'm 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 looking on Twitter because this is usually the time about 45 minutes after after the game ends when uh news comes out. Like if if something, you know, or, you know, don't 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 don't, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't don't be looking I'm, for an MRI machine tweet, please. Well, that's what I'm doing because I I don't sleep well at night thinking everything went perfectly because my mind automatically goes to the negative. It's already in the and trash. And I'm like, something has to be wrong because this it couldn't have gone this well for the Yankees. It never goes this well for the Yankees. So what's wrong? Where's When's the other shoe going to drop? So yeah, I'm sorry. And you know what? That's why it was one game. The it people was listened. one game. We can yeah, feel good one about game one game. You're, crown, you're crowning them champs. No, I'm saying they won that game, and I feel good about it, and I feel good about their approach, and I love the fact that Tanaka is pitching tomorrow because he's a guy that I have confidence in there to give them a quality start. Whatever oh, the quality of course. start is, I have confidence Tanaka is going to give them. Yeah, the quality start used to be six innings, three runs. Um, it's like five, that used to be. A you still got to go above five innings. And by the way, Ali Perez started with the San Diego Padres. And then went to the Pirates, and then went to the Padres. No, no, no. It's I must have gotten traded in the middle of the season. So Padres, then Pirates, then Mets. Great. Spent the majority of the time with the Mets. Uh, the what were you talking about before that? I have no idea. <laughs> Things went well. <laughs> Things went well. 
I, I oh, Tanaka, I also have confidence that he will give them, at the very least, he, he's going to keep them in the game. So if it's five ru- five innings, three runs, but but they're going to be right there. So you have a fully rested bullpen. You have Chad Green. You have Zach Britton, and you have Araldis Chapman as the first. Th- those are the three guys you're you're going to be going to tomorrow to close this out. Adovino has not looked good enough this season to trust him in a situation. If if Tanaka can only go five, what do you do? Do you bring in Chad Green for a bridge for two innings, or do you go to Adam Adovino? Because I'm not touching Adovino in a in a one run game tomorrow. No, Adovino is like an extra inning guy. If if it ends up being that for me, if it's a one, if it's a closer game, I'm I'm bringing in Chad Green for two, especially knowing that if if you have a lead and you can close out the series, Chad Green's going too. That's that's mm-hmm. what I see because now yeah, you have if what, four days off, so it doesn't matter. It's if it's uh, you know three to two, Tanaka's gone five innings, but you're just like you can see it. Boone can read it on his face. His tank is emptying. I'm not going to send him back out there to face the top of the lineup again. You know that old thing. You go, Chad Green. Yeah, and Six I'm okay, and, and, I'm, and I'm okay with that. If, if they totally t- t- in this situation, this is exactly that uh, a similar situation to when Tanaka was what at seventy. What was he at seventy sixty six pitches, sixty some pitches? Yeah, and um, and they pulled him, you know, way earlier. Like this is a situation now. You're you're coming back up third time around. Okay, we got a fully rested bullpen. Four days off after this, the lead is now one to two runs. Yeah, I'm 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 very 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 fine. Not throwing him back out there and and going with the guys that you have a lot of confidence in for specialized innings. Um, that's yeah, fine. And you it's don't a different situation. You don't, you don't dink around with it because you go to a game three and it's do or die. And it sounds like they're going to go with Hap. Still, I guess hasn't officially been announced, but Boone said today it's looking like Hap would start a potential game three. And if you look at his numbers across the board, they're actually better than Debbie Garcia's. Well, so, I mean, Dever Garcia had his last two his last two outings. I think inflated his numbers a bit, but the of of course they did because it's all small sample. But but Hap, especially after the first three starts for him this season, has been really good. His expected ERA is three point two eight, whereas Garcia's is four point five five. Do you think that the uh, the veteran presence matters at all for a pitcher, a starting pitcher in a playoff game? I think it certainly matters more than a left fielder. Some would say. You know, definitely, because a starting pitcher impacts the game a hell of a lot more than a left fielder. Well, three three RBIs. Who, who affected the game more? Who affected the game more? Shane Bieber and his non-experience or, or Brett Gardner? Shane Bieber dramatically affected the game in a negative way for the Cleveland Indians today. Yeah, because of Brett Gardner. <laughs> right, he saw Brett Gardner. He, he saw Brett scared. Gardner's name like, in the God damn, that guy's a veteran. God damn, that guy's a grizzly vet. That God. guy that guy could bench press me with his head. With his forehead, with yeah, his that's. I mean, that's forehead. a scary sight. I'd look at him too, and he's probably growled. Stop! At, he probably stop, growled at him. Stop tr- making me root against Brett Gardner. I he, don't want to do that. He, I want to root for Brett Gardner. I want to like, be at dude, Yankee Stadium. That dude is country two, strong. Listen, I want to be at Yankee Stadium in 2027 and cheer for Brett Gardner at Old Timers Day. That's what he deserves. He doesn't deserve a monument. He doesn't deserve a number retired. He deserves a nice standing ovation while I'm in the beer line because I'm not going to be in my seat for it because I'm going to be getting a beer. That's what Brett Gardner deserves. Unless they, win the, on this show? unless they win the World Series and he's going to get a monument. No, he's not going to get a monument. Not a monument, but he'll be out there. He'll be hanging out with Paul O'Neill. That would be... That would be an atrocity if they put him in Monument Park. Hey, it worked tonight. I'm very happy about that. 
Boone's a genius, clearly, and they uh, they won the game and they beat the best pitcher in baseball. So they say. I never seen him pitch before this year. This yeah, year we haven't like seen him pitch. Stinks. That guy's terrible. I don't know what anybody's talking about. What's really all, bad. All these nerds and the hype about. Look, I got my eye test tells me that that guy was no good. That guy the was Beebs bad. Beebs got his face smashed. Yeah, in. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I kind of not... baseball they're playing in these other in these other games during pandemics, but that guy that guy was terrible. I was uh, thoroughly unimpressed. That shit was easy. <laughs> they basically beat up on a triple A pitcher. Why are we even? Why are we even complimenting them? The I'm, ma- I'm mad. I'm game. mad. We got hyped up for a pitching duel. Me too. It's Me disrespectful too. to Oof. Garrett Cole is what it is. So so you know what's going to happen. Like tomorrow night, nothing's going to go as we predicted. And then Jay Happ's going to go out there against Zach Plezak, and it's going to be a one nothing pitcher's duel in game three. No, because Tanaka's going to close it out tomorrow. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to do this. <laughs> Got it? So. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow's it. That's it. We're going we're gonna to end this, and then we're going to have four days off. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be great. I, hope it, I, I just honestly hope there's no rain delay or anything like that. Yeah. Because for a playoff game, you can't do rain delays. You, have to, you can't start the game and then have it rain in the fourth inning. You've got to know you can get this game in. So that's why I'm a little worried about what they do. Because if they see rain, it's not like they can just say, we're going to start it and then pick it back up. That You have to delay it and delay it and delay it until you can go. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how they handle it. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's not. I haven't looked at the at the weather. So um, if Susan, I, I haven't gotten a notification from Susan yet. Maybe we should. I just told maybe, you the weather. It's supposed to rain. I don't all believe you. I believe morning. Susan Waltman in her weather app. Maybe you're we should not do believing a, me. You're believing the weather app on my phone. No, I'm believing the weather app on Susan Waltman's phone. I just told you that. I'm not believing you or your weather app. I think I'm gonna buy a cameo from Susan Waltman tomorrow to, for her to tell me the weather. <laughs> just tell her the weather. Just for her to tell you the weather. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to look up... Uh, I thought we were ending the show. Okay, that's that's it. Show's over. Talk to you guys tomorrow night. <laughs> Let's go, Hopefully Tanaka. Playoff Tanaka, big time. Let's win this game in two. Series in two. Let's go. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show... We'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.